The Christian life cannot be reduced to a man-made list of things to do and not to do. However, when God gives a specific list in Scripture, we must take careful note of His priorities. Today, we examine the Lord's to-do list found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we uncover divine instructions for the last days. Are you making the list with us? This is, this is not my list. I didn't come up with this list. and This is not some arbitrary list. This is a divinely inspired list of things the Lord wants His children to do. In the last days, at the end of time, on the edge of eternity, in light of the coming of Jesus Christ, these are things we must do. We must get ready for spiritual warfare because the enemy is going to fight. Uh, we must work to be at one with those in our church. Uh, work to comfort and encourage and edify and be a blessing. We must work to keep a right attitude towards those who are over us in the Lord, towards spiritual leadership. And now we come to this verse, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse number 14. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. What a verse this is. If you're going to be right with the church family and you're going to be right with those who are over you in the Lord, now he says you got to work to do the right thing towards those who are hurting. And there are lots of hurting people. Did you know that everybody's having a hard time? Everybody. Everybody you see is dealing with something. Everybody's got their messes. Everybody has their struggles. And the Lord identifies some definite groups of people that you're going to have to deal with. They're all found in verse 14. Look at them. He says, We exhort you, brethren. Now, let me pause there a moment and point out to you the family context. Uh, this is not trying to straighten out everybody in the world. You can't do that. To be honest with you, I have a hard enough time keeping myself straight. But he says, in the family, within the church, there are going to be people that have to be helped. There are going to be needs that have to be met. And instead of you being a spectator, be a participant. Be proactive. Seek to do what you can where you are to be a blessing. And then he makes this list. He says, first of all, warn them that are unruly. Uh, did you know that we expect the preacher to get up and preach and warn those who are being disobedient? But it is actually every Christian's job to look out for every other believer. For example, if you see someone going down the wrong path, uh, don't do it in an arrogant way. Don't do it in a condescending way. But in humility, you should be able to put your arm around a brother or sister in the Lord and say, I want you to know I'm concerned about you. I love you. I'm praying for you. We're family. We're in this together. And give them a warning that might keep them from going further away from where they should be. The word that is used here is unruly. Moving in the wrong direction, going outside the, the bounds, crossing the line. When you see someone moving in the wrong direction, don't just shake your head and say, well, that's sad. Seek to speak to that person. Pray for that person. Minister to that person. So warn them that are unruly. Then it says, comfort the feeble-minded. Immediately, somebody's going to say, oh, I know some feeble-minded people. This doesn't mean they're stupid. This doesn't mean they're ignorant. No, the word that is used here for feeble-minded literally means people who are fainting in their minds. They're discouraged. Do you know anybody that's discouraged? 
Even now, is the Holy Spirit bringing anybody's name and face to you? Well, take that as God's assignment to you today. What can you do to comfort them and to encourage them? Remember, just a few verses previous, we studied this verse. It said, comfort yourselves together and edify one another even as also ye do. Now he's pressing that. He's saying there's no place for this to stop. Be on the lookout for those people. You know, sometimes we live so much with our heads down, looking at our technology, our devices, uh, looking at circumstances. We're busy. Aren't we busy? Slow down. Uh, Walk slowly through the crowd. Look around you. Who's missing? Who's hurting? Uh, Whose countenance seems downcast today? Then take that as your God-given assignment to seek to be a blessing and encouragement. We have far too many people uh, weary and fainting in their minds. But perhaps you can come alongside them and be of some strength to them. I'm thinking now of the verse in Romans chapter 12, verse 15 that says, Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Remember, we're on a spiritual battleground. It's intense. I'll remind you the battle is always hottest right before it's over. Jesus is coming soon. There are going to be some casualties. There's some wounded souls around you. Look for them. Warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded. Then he says, support the weak. Now that's very important. What does it mean? It means that sometimes there are going to be people who are so weighted down with care, so under it, if you will, They're going to need somebody to come alongside them and help them. Isn't that what the Spirit of God does? He's the one who comes alongside to help, the comforter, the paraclete. I would suggest to you that Spirit-filled people will do that. When you are filled with the comforter, you'll come alongside other people with a desire to help them and to be a blessing. Think of the great admonition, Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. And might I add this little footnote, When you begin doing that for the needs of others, be very sure God's going to meet your needs. Some of you today, you're so weighted down, all you can think about is your own needs. Could I challenge you? Get out of yourself. Get out of your circumstances today. And instead, seek to minister to others. And as you minister to others, I think you'll find somebody coming alongside to minister to you. And then, if this were not specific enough, he he gives a blanket admonition. At the end of verse 14, he says, Be patient toward others all men. So anybody that is not covered by the first three categories. Remember I said to you, everybody's having a hard time. Well, anybody that isn't in the unruly or the feeble-minded or the weak category, whatever their circumstance, be patient with them. Give people room. Do you know what we tend to do? We tend to be easy on ourselves and hard on others. It ought to be the other way around. Be hard on yourself. Uh, keep under your body. Bring it into subjection lest you be a castaway. Uh, be hard on yourself, uh, but give other people grace. Be patient with them. This is a word that is used for our Lord. What a patient God we serve. He is long-suffering. Think of what He's had to put up with from me, from you. Uh, that same word is used here. Be willing to put up with some things. Overlook faults. Get over things. Don't hold things against people. Give them another chance. Be merciful. Be patient toward all men. Now, we're studying the Lord's to-do list, but I'm going to ask you to make your own list today and to use 1 Thessalonians 5.14 to make the list. I'm going to ask you to write down some names. Somewhere today, in a private place, in a place where no one else could see the list, I want you to write down the name of someone that may be going a little the wrong direction and pray that God will show you how you can speak to them and what to say to them to warn them. 
Write down the name of someone that is a little discouraged right now, that you can comfort and come alongside and help. Write down the name of someone that you think is weak. They're really under it right now, and they may be buckling under the pressure, and you think, you know, I need to help support them. I need to help hold them up. And then write down the name of someone that you think you need God's grace and help to be patient with that person. And I'm going to ask you to take that list and make it your prayer list today. Pray for those people by name, and as you pray for each, pray for yourself, that your attitude towards them will be right. Did you know you're going to have a hard time being mad at someone or at odds with someone that you're talking to God about? When you begin to intercede, oh, the Lord works on both ends. He works in their heart, but He also works in your heart. And then by the grace of God, take those names and others that God may bring to your mind as divine appointments and may bring across your path and ask the Lord to use you to minister to hurting people. Let's pray today that God will use all of us to do what we can to encourage those around us in the family of God. We hope you will take the time to read through 1 Thessalonians 5 and ask the Lord to help you do what matters most to Him today. Thank you for listening and praying for this Bible teaching ministry. Find out more at scottpauley.org. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey. Thank you.